So Gunner, any new questions? Any answers to the poll? Maybe we should give a report on the uh, nice cult. Yeah. Uh, what nice cult? The uh, get together. The reunion. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> the reunion. The our summer get together. The, the we one had. you were pretty much in charge of. <laughs> what are you talking about? I know you. So we had our summer fest. The the Ronaldo Summer Fest, this nice cult. We and went washboarding for apples. Yeah, no waterboarding. Waterboarding, <laughs> washboarding. <laughs> waterboarding for apples. Yeah. And we will we'll put some of that up on our site. Um, we'll show you some pictures or video or something. Okay. okay. So you'll Sounds have that. Um, I thought we had a lot of fun, although it didn't last quite as long as I thought it would. No, everyone's old. And it, plus yeah. it was over 100 degrees or right so, around 100 yeah, degrees. Yeah, it was so hot. I think that and we next... had to, we had to go and pick up the chicken coop. That kind of That was the biggest it. thing. Um, yeah. What, so was, anyway. what was your favorite part? My favorite part? Um, having my son there. That was nice. Yeah. Nathan, <laughs> I am surprised how kind-hearted you are, okay? Really? Yes. I just, uh, at the reunion, I uh, you said a couple things and I thought, Nathan really looks out for other people. Good job, Nathan. You you impressed me. I don't remember you saying anything nice to me. Well, you should notice. Yeah. When I do something kind-hearted. Uh-huh. I mean, <laughs> how do I know if I'm doing something kind-hearted until someone tells me? Yeah. <laughs> I like the certificates. That was the highlight. But next year, we need to do what we originally planned and do a lot more. Okay. Because I think that everyone wanted one. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. Okay. Well, yeah, it was just I like... I know you wanted one. I wasn't... know you wanted the cutest butt. Yeah, I was actually going for that. I wore like a low-cut low cut, low cut uh, pants to show my <laughs> upper cheeks. And, yeah. But and they nope. were tight. Yep. And, but yeah. nope. It's, uh, someone else got it. Yeah. yeah. Who, got the, who got the nicest butt? Oh, Christian. Finn. Oh, Finn? No, no, no. no. no Christian, Christian got that. Oh, Christian got the nicest yeah. butt. Yeah. My butt's 30% nicer. I think I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Now it is, but as a child. Okay, that's true. I hadn't started working out. Mm-hmm. You know, going on a special diet, putting creams on and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I think I've got an okay butt. So if there was an award for hey, the most okay butt, <laughs> I'd have that. You used to have one, but now it's kind of a little saggy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when you when you walk and you can feel the jiggles on your body, it's like ooh. Oh, yeah. I can feel the jiggles. I'm, I'm what I'm hoping is that the jiggling is causing calorie loss. You know, as <laughs> if only that were true. <laughs> uh, I think we'll we'll do it better next year. Yeah, I think Ronaldo was pleased. I think Ronaldo was pleased, but I think I, uh, I think he's mostly pleased in us coming together. And promising to do better. All right. So, did we have any questions? Any? Yeah, we've got a few things. Um, let's let's start off with the bishops, just because we have one. Okay. My husband and I live in a small apartment building. We've lived there for seven years and have become friendly with some of the other tenants. Occasionally, we ha- uh, having meals or cocktails at each other's places. Here's my dilemma. When I'm at another tenant's place and I have to use the bathroom, should I use the one there or leave and use my own mere steps away? Of course, I want the sweet, sweet security of my own porcelain haven. 
But is that weird or even insulting? So far, I just held it and waited till I got home. Usually when we socialize with the other tenants, it's just us and the other couple. So it's not like a party situation where I could just slip out and back unnoticed. Help me, there's no place like home in San Francisco. There isn't. Hmm. That's a that's a dilemma. So I say, uh, hold it. No, yep. no, no. If if it's number two and you really got to go, go go check on something in the house. Like make some excuse. Be like, hey, I've I've I put uh, something in my incubator. I have I have eggs. I'm incubating, and I'm just gonna go take a look at them real quick. I'll be right back in a few. Also, plan on going to the bathroom before you go over to the party. I try to tell my son, hey, uh, before we go on this trip. Let's go to the restroom. Oh, I don't have to go. I already went earlier. And then five minutes into the trip, he's got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, that's the so. age-old so. thing. I, I do think it's natural. I think almost everyone would rather use your own bathroom. Well, especially when you're doing a stink. When you're uh-huh. stinking it yeah. up, you don't want to sneak up someone's bathroom. I've done it. You don't want to and... You don't want to do a bathroom crime in someone yeah. else's house. You yeah. just go in <laughs> into your own comfort of your own bathroom and do your crimes there. I mean, if you have to, you have to. But it sounds like you know, all you have to do is walk over and do your business in your house. I mean, that sounds perfect. Just excuse yourself. As say, like Gunnar says. I'll be right back. I'm yeah. Ki- I'm kind of grossed out when someone uses the potty at my house. I kind of am a, just a little bit. Sorry, Nathan. Yeah. yeah so I'm really I like- grossed out when people use it at my house, too. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is I keep on asking if I can use your bidet, and that's out. No, you can't. <laughs> Sorry, that bidet is I've never bidet. had one before. <laughs> Nathan. I kind of feel bad for you, but not that bad. <laughs> I love the bidet. Callie doesn't like it. Really? Yeah, she doesn't like the bidet. My wife has done this thing where we're not using toilet paper anymore. We've done well, all cloth. Oh, okay, all cloth. But cloth. still... So you, you just go in afterward and you like pat, you know, you just kind of mm-hmm. pat dry. So you do the bidet and then afterward you just kind of, you do a pat <laughs> and then you put okay. it in the thing. So <laughs> maybe I have a different situation down underneath, uh-huh. down, down in town. Uh-huh. Uh, What's your situation uh, like? Well, Harry? maybe it's a little hairier than yours because it, like, it takes a long time of spraying to get it clean. You know, it's like... <laughs> what kind of crime are you doing? Like, what is no. this? I mean, you don't... Nathan, you've never had a truly hairy body, okay? If you, yeah. did, if you did, you'd know exactly what Gunnar's talking about. It's like... Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it doesn't, it's not. The water, it'd be, there's a jet no, there. Yeah, makes, you do the jet, and uh-huh. you clean yourself off, and then you wipe yourself, and, and you're still, like, hey, it's still, you know, it's, there's still, it's time. There's still things going on down Remnants. there. Remnants. Remnants, wow. Because you can move your butt around and get all of the portions. I, I know, but I've got a hairy butt. That's different. Oh, okay. I was thinking, actually, about, Cleans. like, I was wondering, like, is it kosher? Can I get, like, electrolysis on my anus? <laughs> <laughs> Someone no. tell me that's the question of the week. You could get, have you ever had that done? And is it is it? It's worth a Brazilian. It? I just no, it's not a Brazilian. A Bra- I don't want to like. I've done uh-huh. the razor, you uh-huh. know, around it. But that's just it. Just itches and it comes in. I just want it to be gone to make the exit nice and clean, and so that when I do spray there. It's it's like uh, it's like spraying off concrete uh, or porcelain. Yeah, you know what okay. I'm saying? Porcelain. I, I we'll you. say that. 
rather than a porous concrete with grass Gunner, all over it. I could see the picture right now. You walking around naked and you're all hairy except for this little <laughs> circle. circle right on his butt. Your white butt. Like, you know, like the baboons with the, yeah. you know, the blue the hiney, red, or yeah. the red hiney. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. So that's the question. Do you think it's a good idea? Has anyone, uh, Do you know anyone that's done it? Have you done it? Is it possible? I think you need maybe a bidet fire hose. <laughs> a stronger bidet? Yeah, maybe that's what you yeah. need. Well, see, but if, if it goes too strong, it then can be ricocheting everywhere and it causes a problem. Okay. You have to have the right, you know, you have to have the right angle and the right... We've gone on for a long time about this. I hope everyone is thoroughly enjoying it. Well, uh, this, this is what the cutting room floor is all about. I'm just saying, although it sounds like I'm a dirty boy, I'm really clean, okay? I come out of the bathroom clean as a squeaky jet. A squeaky jet? Yeah, um, a squeaky jet. I come whistle, out a whistle? Squeezy whistle. I come a squeaky out whistle. whistle. That's a good question. Okay. Yeah, well, that was. So, uh... You know what you can do is that you can bring over a nice cold blanket and just say, this is for all the times that I didn't tell you that I needed to go to the bathroom. And, and I just, may have whacked my butt on this. I may have. <laughs> you can have it. So bring a nice cold blanket over. You could over. somehow turn that into a proselyting experience. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Can, uh, I don't think it's a problem for you to just excuse yourself for a bit. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not going to have any problem with it. No, especially if you and were it's not, next door. No one's, right no one's going to be upset at you for going and using your restroom as opposed to using theirs. In fact, some people might be happy because they're like, oh, Thor's drinking out of my water bottle. That's super great. No. <laughs> some people like Nathan would be very happy no, they, if you didn't use their bathroom at all. I, it's not like I care that much, but I, I do kind of... It gives me a little pause, you know, when someone's used the da- bathroom downstairs and I know it, what I don't like... So our bidet makes the seat warm. Mm-hmm. I don't know you if don't I like, like warm because it. it feels like someone just sat on. Can it. you change it? I don't know if you can. Maybe okay. I'll have to check it out. So, uh, so in mine they can. I can change it. The the heat I can turn it off or down. But it's nice when you sit on that seat after someone else. But you have to know the person really well, <laughs> <laughs> isn't it? Every sat on you're like, oh, that's nice and toasty. That feels nice. <laughs> In fact, sometimes never, I just I've sit there, that one. and then I... You've never had it, like, hot seat? No, I've never been like, oh, this is nice. I'm no, so wait. glad I sit down So, after. after someone's in the bathroom for a long time, you know, be like, uh, wait by the door, and then go in and sit down and, and feel just it. Just test drive Just it. test... Yeah, do the test drive. Say, I like this car. I like it. I, I will keep driving it. Okay. <laughs> I know I'm going to come off as weird, but I need the bishop's help on this. I'm only attracted to Indian women. <laughs> My mother and friends try to set me up with their friends and children of friends, but I'm just not into them. I just say, no, thank you. And they're starting to wonder if I'm gay or something. I hesitate to tell them that I think like Indian girls because it will seem like some weird kink. Maybe it is. Bishop, what do you do? Or what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> also, was Ronaldo ever married? Oh, this is a good I question. Yeah, I don't know about Ronaldo. We'll have to think Ronaldo, about that Ronaldo has many wives. <laughs> <laughs> he he has left a lover in every but, on every continent. Yeah. <laughs> he has, yeah, every continent. He has seven wives for seven continents. Yeah. <laughs> 
when he's talking about Indian, he's talking about India, India, Indian, right? No, this is well, that's where my confusion was. Or is American it, Indian. If it's India, Indian, go to India for a bit and find yourself a wife. Mm -hmm. Just like take a sabbatical. A sabbatical, is that correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just or just yeah. Go go and join one of the guru cults that are there. The the millions of guru eat, cults. Eat, pray, love your way across India. Yeah. That's if Chinese. Was it? <laughs> if it's Native American, I, I just to differentiate the two. Go go down to one of the nice little tribes. Yeah, there's lots of tribes. In Utah, too. we've got three or yeah. four different make reservations. An, make an effort. If you're attracted attracted to that, mm -hmm. take a trip. Meet so someone. You don't, think, you don't think this person is weird? Is weird? No, not at all. Why I, not? I think Indian women are hot, too. But does it ever cross a line where you're like, okay, you're way too much into Asians or... Where a suspicious, it, suspicious amount of the the question the question no. really is is it strictly just the physical attraction? What other holdups are there? When you meet women, do you after talking to them for a while, this is a really cool girl. I think I'd like to get to know them more, and can that progress, or is it something where you just completely stop stop yourself from going that direction? Unless they're Indian. Unless they're Indian, so that I that's just my question. But it, if it's you're like I just am attracted to Indians, and that's all that I want to be with, go mm -hmm. for it. But yeah, you are a freak. Oh, okay. no, really? <laughs> no, no. I'm just I don't know. You can I, have your attractions, but but I'd say don't. If he's like, I don't like to talk to anyone unless they're Indian. I don't want to make any friends unless they're Indian. So then I'd say, yeah, you're that's weird. But if he's just saying, man, you know. Those any women are hot. I, I like the way they look. I think it's cool. I like the little red dot on the forehead. But you do need to buy an ice cold blanket and you do need to take it to India with you. And wrap yourself in it to attract the right woman. The right kind of woman, <laughs> the, yes. The correct woman. She'll introduce yes. herself to you. Yeah. That'll shut everyone up if you do something like that. You guys feel satisfied with that? I do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is there another one? Yeah, we've got one more. Your sister's story... It's heartbreaking. It was brave of both the sisters to tell their story. Tell them thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. Cool. I will. I will. I, yeah, I, I did already. And I have to say, Gwen has some cojones for someone to be laughing at her while she's just like telling her deepest, I don't know if it's the deepest, darkest, but like like expressing herself in like this way that she is is you know it's it's from your soul. It's how she feels. So I have to give her a lot of kudos. I'm not necessarily laughing like at her. I'm laughing at the situation. But you mean Gwen Grace? No, I'm talking about Gwen. Because oh. I was Gwen laughing was at Gwen when she was doing the drums oh, and all yeah. that stuff. Okay. Yeah. And I couldn't hold it in. You know. Yeah, that that was funny. Okay, we did a poll on our. On All right. Site. So let me uh, let me get to the poll. Uh, so we just have a couple more. We said I don't think this is a season theme. Maybe an episode. But how about favorite foods, last meals, and life in prison of some of the most infamous cult leaders? I'd love to know about it. I like that. Yeah, I like that too. I you like the the life in prison. Like uh, kind of follow a few of them and what it's like for them. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. At least, uh, um, like, that's an episode. Uh, so that was... Oh, and then the the last one is... And this is the one uh, we've, we've actually already decided when we saw this one. We're going to go with it. But this is Cults Around the World. How about the nice cult discuss cults 
on every part of the world that they can. So uh, it was a, we, a great theme. We, we took that on and we've actually added to our website where each of the cults are from. So if you go to the resources, cult resources section, it says interactive map on the top. And you just click that and it takes you to a map of the world. And I put the first 20 or so cults, but I'll get the rest of them on there. And we're going to try to hit uh, a cult from every continent. Not continent. Yeah. Country. Oh, no. We want to do every continent. No, every country. Okay. That's better. <laughs> we're going to do seven cults this year <laughs> or this season. No. no, we're not just doing seven, but we just want to make sure that we do cults from every every country if we can. Uh, there's a lot of countries, but yeah. I'm sure that there's a cult in each one. I'm sure there is cults around the world. Yeah. So yeah, it's a great theme. This is fun. Cults around the world. A cult for every climb. Yeah. Um, and we'll call it traveling with Ronaldo. <laughs> cults around the world. Walk walk in someone else's footsteps. Welcome to another episode of Mom, I Joined a Cult, the only podcast about cults by an actual cult. Listen as we examine other cults, discuss what they did right and what they did wrong, and then build our own cult from the ground up. And now your hosts, Gunnar, Nathan, and Thor. Well, Nathan, what do you have for us today? Now, are you going to be hitting uh, this month or this this uh, season's theme. cold idea? Theme? Wait a second. Yeah. Where in the world is this cold from? So I knew this was the theme, and so I picked one of my favorite countries to start off with: Venezuela. <laughs> awesome. Venezuela. And I didn't know. Well, I, I had heard this about this cult when I was there. Um, and But I never I didn't give it two thoughts until I'm reading it. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's right. There were a lot of people who said something about this cult leader or this, mm-hmm. this belief system. And so I was, it kind of took me back. Because I didn't know, it, I didn't even think it was a cult. In uh-huh. fact, it may not be. All right, so... Oh. What's that, Nathan? Did you just you say have that? Stolen my line. I can't <laughs> believe that you just said that. Well, you're going to have to tell me at, uh, at the end. Okay, so the subject here is Maria Leonza, and the, her real name was Maria de la Onza Talavera de Ponto de Navarre. You know how they always have these like really complicated. It's yep. like your parents. Name, family name, and then your mother's family, and your anyway. Yeah. So it's, like it's complicated. Quinn named her first kid Emma Mary Elizabeth Faith Juvenile. Wow. Without, yeah. but she didn't. But she should have added Mary of the Faith by the Jill of the. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's the Spanish way of doing it. So they've shortened it to Maria Leonza, and or some people just call her Yara. And that's actually the the one of the most common names for her. She was born in the 15th or 16th century, and she's the daughter of a chief in a in the state of Yaracoy in Venezuela. And so she was, she was indigenous. Yeah, indigenous. Um, she had light colored eyes. They say green eyes, and she was just really known for her beauty. Okay. If you've got green eyes, you're not that indigenous, Nathan. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe not. Well, it could There's be. There's got to be some, some all, Spaniard in there somewhere. Are you saying somewhere. that all indigenous people are brown eyes? For the most part, I think yeah. green green eyes are kind of like a 
uh, mutation, right? Yeah, it's a European uh, like uh, thing. Yeah, be nice. They lived next to the um, mountain. It's called Sorte, the mountain. And they lived in that little area. And when she was playing one day... Do you know where this area is? I know the general area. I was never there. It was a state over from... Two states over from where I was. Gotcha. I was in this falcon the state called falcon mm-hmm. and actually it's the next state over is the one where this is but i never got to close okay. to where the mountain is but she was playing next to the a river on the mountain and she was attacked by anaconda mm-hmm. and she was swallowed whole and when she was in the anaconda's stomach or being digested she begged for begged to the spirit of the mountain to uh, save her and the mountain accepted her offering and she disintegrated into the mountain. Now her spirit lives in the mountain. So uh, for anyone who doesn't know, anacondas are large snakes. They're, I think the biggest snakes out there, they get about 18, 20 feet long in that range. All I know is my anaconda don't want none unless you've got buns, hon. (laughs) (laughs) Let me throw out I'm some more useless little, trivia Sir mix a lot. Anyway, um, so Maybe she was absorbed that. into the mountain, her, and her spirit lives there. And she is, in this religion, intercedes on behalf of you if you go to a pilgrimage to the site, this mountain. But she sorting. doesn't have a physical presence anymore. She doesn't, she doesn't but... She can use the body of, of different pilgrims to appear. To appear and talk to people. Yep. Okay. So the belief system is a cross between a bunch of belief systems. And I ran into this there. Um, not specifically uh, Maria Leonza or the Yara, but just in general, they had a, a, other religions that were kind of like this. So this was a, a lot of Catholic religion that's African. And so they have some kind of voodoo parts to the religion and then some native american or native south american beliefs mm-hmm. and the percentage of venezuelans that who identify themselves as uh let's see what do they call them maria, Leon- maria leonceros mm-hmm. is 10 to 30 percent no way yep wow huge it's actually super common i mean catholic is the most common you're going to find like 75 80 percent catholic mm-hmm. or probably even more than that but 10 to 30 percent identify as how can you have 70 percent okay never mind <laughs> um, <laughs> i was gonna say and they, your percentages seem a little fishy Nathan. <laughs> these are not my percentages. I, now this might be one of those religions that you're Catholic, but you're also Maria. Hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Yeah. Kind Maria Leonceros or yeah. Maria Leonza. Um, they said sixty percent of Venezuelans have participated in some way in one, in a ritual. Sixty mm-hmm. percent. Wow. Kind of blows my mind. Uh, they call her La Reina or the Queen, and part of this is some of their belief systems. They believe in the tres potencias or the three powers. Mm-hmm. And one of them is Guaycapiro. He was a legendary resistance leader. Felipe, who is a hero of uh, the independence, the, the Venezuelan independence from Spain. And then Virgin Mary. Those are the three 
Of course, it has to be the Virgin Mary. Of course, of course. <laughs> and then this is the, this is the good part. Okay, so uh -huh. they also believe in they have these courts. Uh huh. Uh, that's what they call them, and, and what they are is all of. So those are the three leaders. She intercedes for you, so you pray to her, and then she talks to God and does favors for you, like you get. You so know, like Catholic, yeah, Catholic yeah. Church kind of thing. She's in charge of the three potentias, the three powers, mm -hmm. and then they have different courts. And you go to, like you would go to the court of a queen, mm -hmm. not like court, like a like a legal court. Yeah, yeah. And so each of these are inhabited by different spirits. And so there's La Corte de los Médicos, which is medical conditions. La Corte de los, La Libertadora, which is the, the liberators. Mm -hmm. uh, La Corte de Chama, Chamarera. No, I don't know what that, that is. That is, uh, actually, I'm not sure what that one is either. La Corte de la Malandros, which is the, the people who steal and the robbers and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. La Corte Celestial, which is the uh, so, celestial. The Corte de los Estudiantes, mm -hmm. the students, and then La Corte de los Vikingas. Viking? Or Viking, Viking, Viking guys. Yeah. yeah. Viking ones. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so when I saw these guys practicing, <laughs> I have no idea why they put them in there. But this guy, um, they use a lot of alcohol and tobacco, and they blow tobacco in someone, like the person who's going to be the medium, mm -hmm. and they'll blow it in, in that person's face. And... And then through certain rituals and chanting, they are inhabited. And this person is inhabited every year. He's usually a, uh, he sells shoes in Caracas, which is the capital of Venezuela. Mm -hmm. But once a year in October 12th, or that middle part of October is when they have this pilgrimage. He gets inhabited by the spirit of Viking, of Eric the Red. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you get to see it's actually kind of cool so he's there he's not wearing a shirt uh it's at night people are chanting he's drinking whatever and this so what does eric the red do he's the court of court of the vikings mm -hmm. and he just gives people advice and blessings and you know like eric the red would you mean like, don't do what I do and go on a killing spree and get kicked out a couple of flat times. Red was wild. I think he was actually, was it him or his father that brought Christianity? No, that was Leif Erikson that uh, was a Christian. Eric the Red's Explorer. wife was, uh, was Christian, I think. And Leif Erikson was Christian, but Eric the Red wasn't. He was pagan. Okay, got it. So... So, um, but then he gives out blessings and favors and makes sure you get that, like, you, you want to get pregnant or do good on a test or, mm -hmm. you know, what do good at your next evaluation at work. And he'll he'll uh, cover for you. Okay. Eric the Red. <laughs> I, I have no idea that I, he was like that. I, I didn't either. Yeah. To me, it seems like, I mean, it's such a conglomeration of different religions. And why uh -huh. would they put that in there just really strange but yeah. that's one of them that i saw uh actual footage of the of the guy that turns into eric the red uh-huh he's the medium for him uh, but some of their things they do so you, you go to this mountain and they have these little villages that are close to it and different encampments and you'll just go to one and you go with your the problem that you have you pay money and then the medium will talk to uh, Maria mm -hmm. for you. 
and but they have to go into a trance and you give offering so some money tobacco alcohol whatever that is and then you'll lay down and they put candles all around you and they may have like a hundred people in laying, laying down mm-hmm. and they have ca- these candles around you and they have people helping out with the ceremonies and then they chant they get inhabited so their voice is different they, because they're mediums for this person they speak in tongues they give blessings they'll curse someone if you need if you need that um they do like sacred drumming uh smoke or chew chew tobacco they'll drink liquor and then they'll spit it into the into the fire, fire. Mm-hmm. um they <laughs> this is a good one and you're gonna have a problem with this uh that one guy wears a viking a viking helmet and it quote unquote horns with on horns it, on right? it yeah and uh, has people drink alcohol out of horns <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that part. That true. part, yeah. <laughs> but they didn't. They didn't. Why? Why is that a issue? They didn't well, wear. You don't wear yeah, horns wear. on your helmets because people can grab the horns and pull you off balance and kill you. Or you see what what the horn does is it. You want your sword. You want the enemy sword to glance off your armor, and the horns are are guiding yeah. the guiding your the enemy sword right into your head. Yeah, yeah, uh, probably not a good. So idea. yeah, not a good idea to yeah. wear horns. They didn't have horns on their helmet. <laughs> yeah, and they'll have um, an altar where you put your offering, and mm-hmm. it will always have it will have like Virgin Mary and all of the the three powers, and then mm-hmm. but the center one will always be Maria de Leonza. So I have to wonder. So she prayed to the mountain. Is that? I, I, the problem is, is that in Venezuela, I don't know what indigenous tribes their religions were there. I mean, I know a little bit about Mayans and Aztecs and Incas because those are, those are the big ones. But well, the, I think most natural re- religions um, think that God's inhabits everything. Yeah, and I'm t- but I'm talking about the different. So, in other words, it it feels like it's a transfer from an old type god into more of a modern day yeah like happened at times with the catholic religion where you'd you'd have a saint basically have the same powers as an old time deity kind of thing so people yeah. would feel better uh transferring their allegiance over it just it feels a little bit kind of like that to me but when was this done again? Uh, well, it's done now. No, but, but when when did it start? Fifteenth or sixteenth century. Century. Okay, so yes, so that feels it's, to me like that's kind of what happened. And you know, the Catholic religion is different in South America than anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. And it's like they do pray to. I mean, it says one of the Ten Commandments is no idols, but there's idols in every Catholic cathedral down there yeah. where they have uh, saints and people pay to will pray to the saint then yeah. as much as they pray to jesus well that's yeah that that's uh, the roman catholic church has that all over the but place. i think it's much worse much, worse much more pronounced more there. pronounced there yeah okay um but yeah we we ran into that kind of cross between different religions there's another there's a couple of others one of them is makumba that was i think more even more voodoo mm-hmm. african centric Kind of religion, uh, so they're they're saying that there's hundreds of thousands of followers mm-hmm. of this, and they and not just in Venezuela but all over South America and some out outside of Venezuela. It's and not so a cult. 
It's what? It's not a cult. You don't yeah, think it's, it's not a cult? A cult. Way not. too many people, and it doesn't seem like they have huge control over it. Been around anybody. for a couple hundred years. Yeah. If if they were doing like if they were controlling like strongly controlling the people, it doesn't sound like they are, then it would They're would not really. It's, it's just like maybe it, that one week of the year, the rest of it they're not really. And there's no leadership or charismatic leader or anything like that. It seems like it's more like it's a club you want to be part of and just say you're part of it and you participate once a year. Yeah. For I, fun. I know that they're, the numbers of people going making the pilgrimage has increased over the last decade. Mm-hmm. And they're saying it's a lot of it is to do with the ec- economic circumstances there. So what does the Catholic Church officially say about it? I, I'm i not sure on that because it's kind of mixed. Yeah, in mixed. In. So, I mean, if you don't believe that they believe in some... Like that, she should be a saint. They call her Santa Maria, yeah, uh, Leonza. Uh, so they, they anyway, it's so integrate, integrated that I don't think that there's a. Is the Catholic Church actually called her a saint, or is just the members of that church call her the no, saint? It's a, it's a, it's it's the the, the population. Yeah, when, I, when I was there, they had it was oh, what is it San San Benito was the saint of this city. I think it was San Benito, but mm-hmm. they would go and he was the saint of the uh, drunkards and, <laughs> and the gamblers. And so that there, a lot of their extracurricular activities were drinking and gambling, and gambling uh-huh. but they would go in, the people who are full-time drinkers would go in to a business. They had, you know, they were drumming. They would start on the one side of the street with the three or four people drumming and singing or chanting and they just go into a business and they would stay there until they the business paid them money and then they'd go to the next one <laughs> and some of the people that were there you know some of the customers would put money into their the little coffer uh-huh. but sometimes it mostly it was just for the person who owned the business to make to them go away on. by uh-huh. giving them giving them money mm-hmm. and i wonder if they would this sounds like the same kind of thing you know mm-hmm. they would do that <laughs> Yeah, they have the weirdest food. Before we talk about if it's a really, if it's okay. what the good, bad, the bad, and the culty is, the food that these so the the indigenous people there are guajitos, mm-hmm. and I I was in an area where they there was a lot of those guys, and uh, they had they policed themselves and they did kind of like a uh what is it called not noah mosaic law okay yeah where it's like an eye for an eye if you steal something they will take off your hand Mm -hmm. wow Uh, yeah and they were they they were really uh did you see i didn't see that but i have a feeling that that would be a good deterrent I mean, when you're starving, you're starving. But for the most part, man. Yeah, you lose a hand. I mean, you can only do that twice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, the food that they had was um, stir-fried goat blood. Mm-hmm. It was like brown, dark brown cottage cheese looking stuff with blood spices. Blood sausage kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's like eating uh, like a... With a mouthful of pennies. It was just like gross uh-huh. tasting. And then they had this salty corn Unf- juice. Unfortunately, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The salty corn juice. Uh-huh. And that was their meal. But I've, I had 
like goat testicles there, mm -hmm. which actually weren't bad. The sauce made the testicles good. Yeah, goat testicles are way better than cow testicles. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> I never have. <laughs> that's that's fascinating news. Anyway, so is okay. So you're saying not a cult. Not I'm a saying cult. it probably isn't a cult. No, Better. I'm saying it's not a cult. It's not a cult. Okay. Is that with fat? I think this is the first one where all of us agree on it not being yeah. a cult. The good, the bad, and the culty. Now we discuss what this week's cult did right and where they got it all wrong. Um, how about the good from this? Uh, it's good to make up a wonderful story about a missing child. <laughs> so you think it, it, they're just covering up for a missing kid? I, yeah, I, I, I think, think so. The parents of that missing child in the 14th century derive some comfort from this. So yeah, I think they did. Um, anything else is good? Dang anacondas! I I do like the I, fact that uh, they've got an anaconda coming in, which is swallowing a kid, which is actually very possible. Although I have to tell you that it's very hard for snakes to f to swallow people, just to let you know. So <laughs> I have seen pictures of one swallowing a man before, but that's like the man must have was asleep or something and just lying. He sleep way through it. I, someone no, someone sees someone like the snake swallowing someone. It's like I don't think I'll say. I think I'll just go and take a couple of pictures instead. <laughs> it would no, no, no. It was after they oh, cut after, it open. Okay. They cut it open. Uh, and, it's know. the shoulders uh, of humans are really broad, and it's it's hard to get those down shoulders. Yeah. Um, I believe it. Yeah. Um, how about the bad? Well, well, I, I like the idea of pulling in. I like their. They're courts. I think that's fun. Yeah, it's kind of I cool. Think kind of Although the Vi court of Vikings and it's Eric the Red. I know, it, it, but it's just like it, just like a wild thing. Like, why yeah, would they choose but, that? But it sounds fun. It's like, why not? Yeah. I throw in something exotic, you know? Yeah. So. And the court of liberators, um, it was like Simon Bolivar and mm -hmm. you know Obrero yeah. and the people who are there. There, uh, George Washington Simon. and. George Tom, Washington's Tom, there? Well, no, but it's like their yeah, version yeah, of it yeah. or, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, Simone Boulevard is. They had a... Awesome guy, I, I, at least from what I hear. Yeah. Uh, they ha Every city has a Simone Boulevard statue yeah. in a park that's yeah. named after him. And now we take from what we learned this week and build our own cult, one belief at a time. What do we bring on from this one? Oh, oh man! I think we need a we need to I, I have. Think, a, I think a, we need a holy mountain. Yeah, I think we need to have a, a the G mountain. We need to have a good story about how it became the G mountain. Yeah, because there's a G spot. Yeah, mm -hmm. which is difficult G. to find the on the mountain. No, Not kidding. so difficult. I'm it's a little kidding. bit easier to find on the mountain than it is <laughs> other places. Gunnar, I, I've always heard that you say that G stands for you. Well, Gwen and Grace said it stands for them, and they are older than me. Oh, okay. But let's be real. It's my town. It's your town and your mountain. Um, You're the only one that still lives here. Right. Correct, Amundo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like it. 
Um, so, do, do we want to have an origin story for a mountain? Uh, is there anything else that we could probably bring? I, I thought for a second you were going to say orgy instead of origin. Was, you want to have an orgy like, on the G-spot of the mountain? It's like, uh... Okay. okay, I like the sacred mountain. The sacred mountain? We, oh, now, this is a, we now have a holy place. Yep, and then maybe we can do pilgrimages to here. Yeah, we should do pilgrimages up to the G. Okay. We should. Yeah, we yeah. definitely should. Okay, let's yeah, it's a good one for the summer. Okay. All right. And so, but we need to take it slow because I'm really out of shape. Yeah, me too. So, those that are interested, get... Um, and I don't... Uh, I think we should probably do it in the fall. Maybe we okay. do it in like September or, or something. I the like G's it. not too difficult. I think the G's... No, fine. it's not horrible. Yeah, it's, it's a... Especially it's if it's steep, not but it's summer. a short... It's a short one. Yeah, it's a sh- and you can just stop and rest for a second and yeah. walk some more. So we'll be doing that in the fall, probably in September. Um, and then, uh, is that next month? No. Well, yeah, yeah it August is because this is just, we're, we're August just, just started. August. Yeah. Okay. We'll do it next month. We'll plan on a day. Uh, you're welcome to join us. We'll give you a time and a date sometime. Sounds good. I like it. For you guys doing next episodes, just go to our website and see what country doesn't have a What well, we haven't hit yet. Yep. Because I think by I'll get I'll get everything done this weekend and it will be up for next cult. So also with the question of the week, besides the the hairy butt, uh, the hairy butt <laughs> question, we uh, where what country would you like us to to do? And if you have an idea of an occult there, let us know and we'll uh, we'll uh, investigate. And we need some more from Africa. Yeah. We, we need like South Africa. Well, there's, we yeah, there's a one. bunch of them. I mean, there, there's more than just one country in South Africa. Yeah, South well, Africa, Central right? and South America. Yeah. We've done the Mexican one, and we've done, but it, then we've done Venezuelan. But we've but done I an Australian one. Wait, yeah, is it Australian? They were in Australia, but did it start in Australia? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. We'll call it Australian. Yeah. I'm, I'm just surprised saying, yeah. by how many. There's two places in the U.S. where the most cults come from. New York? Yep. And... Well, Utah? And California. Oh, California. Okay. California <laughs> just has so many. Utah is pretty high up there, too. Yeah, but it's all central around one one aspect. It's all central around that polygamy aspect. Yeah. We hope you had fun with us as we explored this week's cult. Join our adventure next week as we continue to build our cult one belief at a time. Until then, if you're going to join a cult, join the nice cult.